Hello everyone, my name is Jennifer Ledford and I am a 6th grade English language arts teacher at a charter school in Hammond, Indiana. This is day 2 of my 5 for 5 challenge where I am making a podcast a day for 5 days and I'm talking about everything that crosses my mind with education. It should be fun. Come along. again and welcome to day two of my five for five challenge where I'm making a podcast a day for five days. Today I'm going to talk about what it means to bring it into a classroom. Now this all stems from an interview I had with a principal when I was a senior in college at a job fair. I sat across from him, I gave him my resume and he looked at my resume and then looked at me and looked at my resume, and then looked at me, and he just kept looking back and forth, and my apprehension was building, as you can imagine. And he said, this all looks great, but can you bring it in a classroom? And I was really thrown off by this, and it's something that has stuck with me for a while, and I've actually wrote a blog post about this same thing, because I was confused with what it meant. At that time, I thought it was classroom management that it was something I needed to show that I could run an organized and structured class. Through the years of teaching, I realized that that's not all it means to bring, quote unquote, it into a classroom. Right after my senior year, right after I graduated, I, that summer I worked at a military academy camp and I thought, okay, I have, I have it now. I have, quote unquote, it and I had my job all lined up, so I was like, I'm going to bring it into a classroom. Because those principals' words were still in my head. It wasn't my current principal, but his words were still in my head. I realized very fast that, okay, that might be one element, but that is not, quote-unquote, it. Now, I think that there are about five things that you need to balance to bring it in a classroom. I think one of them is that structure, but we want to make sure it's not too much structure. I, my class runs on organized chaos, and I love it that way. People come into my room, and they go, well, kids, kids were, it was crazy in there, but it was, it was organized. It was, they were listening. They were interacting. I kind of feel like my room is a circus most days, but I am the circus leader, and, and it's, it's all running how it should. It's, it's a show, it's a performance they're experiencing in my classroom. So I think one, structure, but not too much structure. I think the second is a passion, and, and that comes with the teachers. Teachers should be willing to be lifelong learners. I have two young children. I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old, and I am constantly amazed with the things that they pick up randomly and how they just love to learn new things. I don't know where that stops, but I feel like as humans, we should never lose that love of just learning. I, well, growing up, one of the things that I loved doing in the summer was my dad and I would go to a library. He would give me a topic and I would write a report. I 
just loved that. And I tell my students that now and they look at me like I have noodles coming out of my ears. But I loved that. And I feel like most of the classes that I enjoyed growing up were because the teacher had that passion, that contagious energy that just drew kids in. So I think structure, passion, the third thing I would say is flexibility. Now, I'm not talking about seating here, although flexible seating is something that I have in my classroom and I really enjoy in my classroom. But to have it, I'm not saying you have to have flexible seating. To have it, I'm saying that you should be flexible. If your lesson needs to change a little bit because Billy Bob's not getting it, then maybe your lesson needs to change a little bit to help Billy Bob and his friends kind of understand what's going on. In my school, we're completely flexible. I might walk in having a plan one day and I, oh, this is going on. I have to change things a little bit. We should always be flexible in our career. Um, As far as a teacher, it's one of those things that involves a tremendous amount of flexibility. So structure, passion, flexibility. I cannot forget fun. To bring it in the classroom really means to bring fun into the classroom. I know that not everything can be fun. And I tell the kids right off the bat, you won't enjoy every moment in my class, but I would love you to walk away with one moment that you absolutely adore in my classroom. And I love to see the kids smiling and interacting and learning without even knowing that they learn. And now I I do gamify my classroom, but I'm not saying that to have fun in the classroom, you have to gamify or to have it, you have to gamify. However, you can bring elements of fun and elements that relate to your students in your classroom. I think that's bringing it. And I think a lot of that comes with the relationships that you're forming with with your students. And I think that goes into my fifth thing, which is love. I struggled a long time with being able to tell a student, hey, I love you. Just because of there, there is that little stigma on that, or at least there was for a long, a long time. And I realized that, that that is how you get to kids. There are so many kids that walk in that door and you're the only one to smile at them and say, hey, I love you. I got your back. I got you. I know you. And... I have a couple of stories on that one. My very first year, and like I said, they they taught me a whole lot about realizing I didn't have it yet, and that was okay. In fact, they come up to me, some of them come up to me, goes, oh, I really enjoyed your class, and I look at them, and I almost start laughing. I go, I am a much better teacher now. I wish I could hit the refresh button, replay that level, because I am so much better than I was when I taught you. But they taught me a lot. And there's this one girl in particular, she was struggling with her behavior and she was struggling with grades. And we brought her in and we go, do you know why, why you're here? It was the four teachers and her, we all sat kind of powwow together. And she looks at us, she looks down and she says, because you hate me. And that about broke my heart. This girl had been conditioned that if teachers were talking to her or teachers were reprimanding her, they hated her. And we assured her that we were behind her. We loved her. And she made the most tremendous growth that I've ever seen in a student even today. And I'm so proud of that young lady. 
Another thing is that you don't realize how connected you are to these students that you see every day until you lose one. November, I lost my second student. He was a, a junior, so I had him when he was in seventh grade. And um, we lost him to gun violence. And just that hole in your heart, like, I legitimately tell my kids, my, my students, that they are my kids. The moment you walk into those doors that first day, you are one of mine. And I will claim you because you have a spot in my heart. And it's true. And when one of those spots is vacant now, I mean, that, that really hurts. And that's the second student that I've, I've lost, um, in, not in that way, but the first was to a car accident. But I think, I almost, I don't want to say that one is more important than the other. But I think love and that relationship you have with students, if you have that, I think the other things will fall into place. To me, that is bringing it. So having a structure, but not too much of a structure, it comes from a relationship with the kids because they'll respect you. Passion, don't be afraid to share your passion, share your goals, share your dreams with your students to create that, that love, that respect, flexibility, being willing to, you know what, you need a break today or you need, you need to take a break for a second why don't you go get a drink, come back, and being flexible to do that and a lesson for them. Fun, I, again, I think that comes back to the relationship because they're more willing to come out of their shell if you come out of yours. That's what I think it means to bring it in a classroom. So your definition of bringing it may be a little bit different than mine, but I, I thank you for, for listening and coming along on the ride as I talk about what it means to bring it in a classroom. And I, part of me really wishes I could see that principle again and answer that question again. <laughs> yes, I can bring it in a classroom because I have those five things. And do, am I perfect at those five things? No. I have some work to do with a couple of a couple of those things, particularly flexibility. That's my area. I got to work a little bit on, but I can bring it, and I'm sure you can too. And like I said, your definition may be a little bit different than mine. And thank you for listening.